Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Eric Bellinger. Make sure you check me out on a Bootleg Kev podcast. It's easy. Bootleg Kev podcast. We got a special guest in here. My guy, one of the most prolific R&B singers and writers. Come on, baby. EB just finished his tour. Eric Bellinger is here. Yeah, man. We here. We Con- here. Congrats on another successful tour. Thank you, dog. Appreciate you, dog. Always amazing to finish up, relax, and chop it up with the homies. What's the first thing you do like when you get off tour? Like, is it like how's that first yeah. day? Are you relaxing? You yeah. with the kids? Very first doing? day. Yes. Very first day. I came home when I was unpacking the trailer and unloading all the suitcases. They came home from school. Daddy got that moment off, and I didn't do anything for the rest of the day. I made sure I just dedicated that night to them. But better believe I woke up the next day. Back to it? Back to it. Multiple interviews, multiple sessions. So yesterday I went crazy, and today I woke up. It's the second day off, and we already back at it at the yeah, second you, interview today. You definitely you have a song you're pushing. You got an album. Yeah. So you got, you're, 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 your tour is <laughs> over, but the work don't stop. That's what I was saying, man. That's what you, you got to do. You know, you got to sign up for both. And a lot of artists don't know that. They just like, they just want to drop it and it go viral. But you really, really got to go crazy with the marketing once the song is out to let the people know it's there, man. Yeah, I was going to say for you, like, uh, how do you do the work-life balance with the family? Because mm-hmm. you're a hardworking guy. You're, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. always in sessions. You're always moving around. Like, what, what's the yeah. key to that? So I think it's like, especially you can start off with like weekends. Like, trying to be like, yo, weekends, we're going to have a day where we hang. Set aside for the kids. Yeah, set aside for the kids. Um, wifey, yo, we're going to make sure we do a date night at least every two weeks or something. You know, every week is... It's hard. Know, yeah, you would love that. But you got to be real with yourself and not set too high of expectations. And if you get that extra day, then you're you good. But to be able to, to really push and not have the pressure while still having the support has been a blessing. Every two weeks. I like that. Minimum. I need to push that to my wife. Look, two Let's weeks. go eat. Let's go eat. You know, Every even if, you know, we got to get a sitter. Got to get the babysitter, man. Got to do it because it's important, man. Just keep falling in love. Um, your new album, uh, how many records is it? 14. 
14. Uh, obviously, the Corday record and Fabulous record is dope. I got yes. to actually pop in on the video shoot for that. You shot at Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl weekend in AZ. Yeah, it was man, a good time. you were you were. I look at you like the pivotal moment for me even shooting a video, shooting the the Curious video, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> like JD told me that you had booked Fab for the weekend. Oh yeah, 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 for the club, a, a, for your club, yeah. and. I saw a window of being able to be in the same place at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a show in AZ as well around the same time. Yeah, it was a, it was the same week. I it think was your like, tour was yeah, there. yeah. So it was like, yo, let's make it happen. Corday, can we get him there? He was down. We flew him in town. Mm-hmm. But it was started because you. <laughs> And you guys, shout out to y'all for putting my club in the video. I love that. <laughs> yes. We was like, yo. We the club need, scenes are definitely the- from 11-11 in Scottsdale. Yes, sir. Make some noise. Make some noise. Yes. It's good times, man. Yeah, man. For you, like, um, how, because uh, when you're in album mode and you're, because you're obviously, we talked about that. We did a radio interview in San Diego, but we mm-hmm. got to kind of reflect on how many bodies of work you have at this point. How many yeah. is it now? It's like... 38 it's like closing on 40 if you include like mixtapes and stuff like on the on the albums on just on itunes i have like 28 or something like that but there's so many that i couldn't put on itunes so So like spotify itunes is 28 yeah do you damn when did you first like really dive into Mm -hmm. the full-time artist grind yeah um when i dropped goat Okay. 2017, 2018. That doesn't feel like very long ago. I feel like you've been on. Like, I'm like, nah, because I've been dropping, I would say like been, 2010. You, okay, okay. 2010 is when I put my very first mixtape out. Um, 10, 10, 10. And I think it just was a grind of me dropping projects just out of I create so many mm-hmm. that I'm dropping, not knowing that they would eventually amount to streams that pay monthly royalty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just like, I'm dropping, you know, I'm an independent. Damn, I should be signed to a major. Oh, right. I should be signed to a major. Little do I know that me owning my masters would give me a bigger piece of the pie at the end of the day. Yeah, because I can only assume when you have 28 projects out, it's like kind of like residual income just hitting that account every month. That's it. That's all it is. Once it started piling up, I was like, oh, why do we need a label? What is that for again? It's it's really if you need the up, Really, the label is if you need the upfront nut at that time. Yeah. The upfront nut. Exactly. You know what it is? It's yeah, like, so you don't, you don't want to use your own money. You don't yeah, want to invest your own time. And that's fine. And yeah. also, like, some artists, like, you know, I think a major label system probably better suits some artists, like mm-hmm. lazier guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys who kind of want Lazier guys. <laughs> you know, it just is what... Like, like if you're going to be independent, it's the work is... It's strenuous. It's a lot. You got to wear multiple hats. For sure. You know, you got to be willing to take a no and, you know, flip it and be on. For you, like, uh, talk to me about just like the the day-to-day stuff that you handle. Being independent, obviously, you're with Empire, who's doing distribution, yeah. who helps with label services. But like, mm-hmm. what are you handling yeah. as EB? Yeah. Man, so I'm um, tapped into the storyline of the album so you got the writing creative in the studio then you got the mixing process then it's time to think of what the artwork's gonna be the colors the aesthetic now you got single artwork every single attached and 
coinciding with the previous to remind people that this is all for one body of work. Now you got a photo shoot that is intentional to take people back to a time. So I'm bringing out the leather. I'm leather head right. to toe with the R&B energy. Now we got to talk about music videos and I'm on the line with the directors. I'm planning, I'm picking, I'm um, casting, I'm looking for the for the ladies. I'm talking to emails. Shout out to emails. Diddy always came through. We shot four videos with my guy and brought nothing but beautiful ladies to go crazy in the videos with us. Man, the styling of the videos. Now you got the marketing. You so you're got, putting your fingerprints on <laughs> all everything. of it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. There's nothing that I don't know that's happening. That's in my, amazing, in my man. Show. Do you feel like, I just heard Russ say this recently, that mm-hmm. he feels like music videos aren't as effective as they used to be. At this point, it's like a branding thing. In terms, mm-hmm. of, in terms of just like the ROI on streams. Yeah, Do nah, you see that? Yeah, because we spend more on music videos than you'll get from the music video, stream-wise. You have to stream, like, or it has to have, like, certain amount, so like many. like a commercial. Yeah, before you can even get the return on investment. Yeah, because you think, like, a good music video, like a good one, yeah. you're going to spend at least five grand. Exactly. I okay, was just talking about that today. A good one. A good it's, one. It's like, you. you can get a decent one yeah. for, like, 2000 2500 12 <laughs> Hey, look, if you got a homie with a camera and you got some fucking aspirations and you're willing to <laughs> you take can some, do it for sure. You but can nah. figure it out. Yeah, get that right lighting. You know, it's gonna make a difference in the long run to just do it right the first time instead of trying to go back and shoot another music video. And now the streams are, you know what I mean? Got to do it right the first time. One hundred percent. Talk to me about your uh, your just. I feel like every Chris Brown album, you somehow mm-hmm. have your fingerprints on in some capacity. Yeah. Um, how did you guys first link up and mm-hmm. just talk about why he trusts you so much? Yeah. With, so, um, he's also a great writer. <clears throat> he is. He is. That's why, I, you know, I definitely don't take it lightly. Um, just that, you know, that trust. Um, uh, the first song we did was called Champion. It was for a London artist named Chipmunk. Harmony called me in for the session. I wrote the hook and he just recut the hook and was like, yo, whoever did that whoever that was singing i want them to work on my next album so he brought the whole team with harmony and myself and courtney and and we all went to the man straight in with chris brown you know what i mean i was i was actually in london working um and had to get a call to come back the next day literally like i landed had to go right back. I didn't do no work, and we got in with him and wrote all the songs on on um, Fame. Oh my love, uh, champion ended up going on there. Say it with me, and then that joined one of his first uh, Wait, Grammy. Was Fame the first album after kind of the whole shindig that went? Yeah, down? yeah, that yeah. was the graffiti kind of art. Yeah, so that was yep. like kind of his comeback. Album. That was the one, and it got a Grammy. So it's like we was involved in such a pivotal moment. I feel like uh, it was like let's keep doing it. Yeah, and then you did Find China, right? Yeah, Find China is such well, a great man. record, man. That's that's my favorite one, dog. I was gonna say when you write a song like Find that's China, are you one. with him or do you send it to him? And if you send it to him, are you kind of hoping he doesn't nah. want it so you keep it for yourself? Nah, I'm with him. Okay, yeah, I'm with him. Uh, any of the songs that are like the big ones, like New Flame and Love More, Full we was we was all there. Yeah, but when I'm by my myself, a lot of them songs nobody I don't be playing them for nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for one. It's like, I'm going to keep this and I can do whatever I want with it. And it's going to benefit me more low-key to have ownership of the song as opposed to um, if I go to a session and I'm with somebody else, that's their studio time. They pay for that. That's right. most likely they beat. So I never really be too connected. I'm always like pouring all my energy into the moment. 
Was Usher in the session for New Flame? Usher was not. Usher was not. He's on that song. I'm not yeah, kidding. he's on that song. Um, who else? Somebody else. Someone else there. is I on think. that song. Yeah. I feel like there's a rapper we're missing Rick on Ross? New Flame. Not Rick no, Ross. it wasn't Rick Ross. Somebody's on that song, know. though. It might just be him and Usher. I don't know. It might be. I feel like I'm missing a rap verse. You're a fucking... No, you wouldn't know. Baby, baby. He, he likes Yeet. Came here all along. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my guy over there, big Yeet fan. Yeah? Have you listened to Yeet? I just seen his logo. He's popping as fuck. I've just seen it pop up on the page. I don't get it. <laughs> but it's not for me to get. The name. Hey, it's so many things that come out now. I'm like, wow. It's so many different names of new people yeah. and artists. And it's just like... <laughs> I just respect it because I remember when it was like, who's this Eric Bellinger guy? What up, y'all? We got to stop the interview to tell you about our folks at MyBookie. Look, baseball season, it is back in full swing. And MyBookie, your one-stop shop for everything you need to get money off of your favorite baseball teams, your favorite baseball players, all the betting needs. They got you, man. So many different options, including money lines, the run lines, totals, futures, all of it. MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players and get some of that money. You can also take advantage of the brand new MyBookie money bag. It gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at crazy boosted odds. What you got to do right now, sign up at MyBookie, use the promo code bootleg to secure a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. Now, how that works is if you deposit $200... You get to play with $300 instantly. That's what we're doing, all right? All you got to do is use that promo code BOOTLEG to claim your bonus ASAP. So look, if you're a baseball fan, there's so much excitement when it comes to betting baseball. You know, I would say baseball is one of the funnest and easiest sports to gamble on if you really know what the fuck you're doing. Uh, Plus, we got the NBA playoffs coming. So much happening with the playoffs. We got the play-in tournament. We got the, uh, let's see, I love the series, the Cavaliers versus Nets. Knicks, because the Nets are not playing the Cavaliers. The Knicks are. Wrong New York team. Suns versus Clippers. Fucking hammer the Suns. Minus 200 to beat the Clippers. It's going to happen, all right? So look, go to MyBookie right now. Sign up with that promo code BOOTLEG and get that first deposit bonus, ladies and gentlemen. It's so easy. I promise you, MyBookie's got it covered for you. Baseball, uh, of course, basketball, NBA playoffs, futures. You go, I mean, they got the casino popping. They got blackjack. They got roulette. They got it all. MyBookie.ag, promo code BOOTLEGKEV. Promo code BOOTLEG, actually. Go sign up. You'll see it. It's right there. And we got to give a big shout out to the good folks at Blue Chew. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting a little hot outside. That's right. It's getting super hot. It is getting hot. Finally tired of this fucking cold ass weather you know what that means it's fucking season baby that's right if you are you know maybe dealing with a little erectile dysfunction it happens to the best of us you don't have to be an old guy to get ed you might just have a we don't even say what you might have but maybe you're dealing with stress at work maybe you're dealing with stress at home and you're not performing up to par maybe your penis could be a little bit more harder Let's be honest. That's really what we're talking about here, right? Go to bluechew.com right now and uh, use the promo code bootleg and you can get a month's supply for free. That's right. A month's supply for free at bluechew.com. Now, a lot of people are asking, what is bluechew? How does it work? Does it work? One, of course it works. Two, how does it work? It has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's in a blue chewable tablet. Yes, it's a chewable 
All right, and the best part about it, you don't even have to go to the doctor's office to get it. It's all online. You don't have to have any sort of embarrass, embarrassing conversations with people in regards to, you know, your junk not working the way you want it to work or whatever the fuck. All you got to do is go online to bluechew.com. And they're going to get you situated with your first month for free as long as you use that promo code bootleg. Free month supply of Blue Chew. Use the promo code bootleg. It gets delivered straight to your door. Discreet packaging. Plus, they got the new mint flavor, which is the same exact active ingredient as Levitra. So many ways you can Blue Chew, man. I'll tell you this, though. It's about to get hot as fuck outside. You're about to hit that spring break. You want to make sure you're equipped. You know what I mean? BlueChew.com. Promo code bootleg. Get a free month on me. All you do is pay $5 in shipping. What's up, y'all? Bootleg Kev here. Got to tell you about our homies uh, who are our new sponsor at the podcast. And it's so dope that we got to work with them because I've been using their product for so long. I'm talking about the homies at King Palm, baby. That's right. Shout out to King Palm. If y'all don't know, all natural, tobacco-free, no additive, leaf wraps, all right? They're literal leafs, all right? And uh, when I tell you they're the best... Uh, they're the industry leader when it comes to the tobacco-free, natural leaf wrap situation. And my shit is this. They got these um, amazing wraps that come with these flavor-infused terpene tips. And these ones right here, the Red Rains, are a movie. Shout out to the Red Rains because the dope thing about these is they taste like a goddamn energy drink when you squeeze the tip, all right? There's so much you can get when it comes to King Palm. So many dope products. Of course, their staple product is that empty leaf tube with the pre-installed filter tip. No need to lick or roll it. All you do is just pack it with what you want, some of them legal herbs, and get it in, all right? And check this out. Right now, you can go to the website, kingpalm.com. Use the promo code BOOTLEGKEV for 50% off. So much. We're talking about rollable wraps, hemp cones, and all the essential smoking accessories you will ever need for the smoothest smoke. Easy to use. Go order them right now, kingpalm.com with that promo code BOOTLEGKEV, or go to your local smoke shop, even that 7-Eleven that's on the block they're going to have the King Palm. They are the pioneer of the natural leaf wrap, and they're getting you hooked up right now at kingpalm.com. Promo code bootleg Kev. Half off, all right? Shout out to King Palm. The watermelons are fire, too. I'm going to go with the watermelon and the energy drink, the Red Rain, gas, or you can just go with just the normal boys. You know what I mean? Man, who would like to smoke just straight natural, organic? Don't panic. It's organic, man. Free of tobacco and additives. Go fuck with King Palm using that promo code bootlegkev at kingpalm.com. Let's get back to the interview. Yeah, what do you feel like, because uh, I do feel like there has been a dope resurgence in like R&B getting respect again in terms mm-hmm. of like, you know, traditional R&B coming back. Like, you know, yeah. guys like yourself, mm-hmm. you got a girl like Ella May, yeah, yeah. we go on and on and on. There's so much dope R&B in the world right now. Um, but you've been pushing through the whole, whole time. wave. Yeah, man. And I feel like... Your first project comes out in 2010, mm-hmm. which I refer to as the dark era, yeah. because that's when like EDM got introduced, and there was mm. all of these R&B artists doing that EDM is, songs. That is when it happened. So there was like this was like the Lady Gaga, and, I, and I'm the only one still waving the wave. flag. <laughs> yeah, and so like you're still putting out traditional R&B. I think yeah. around that time, yeah. August was starting to come out with his mixtape yep, shit. Yeah, August. Adrian Marcel had a dope mixtape yep. with Raphael Sadiq. T-Fly had a banger. T-Fly. But Ty, Ty Dolla Sign Ty, has to be first start sure. popping Jeremiah. But yeah, like, w- for you, like, you've been through so many eras of R&B. Like, uh, yeah. 
do you recall when it like what what was it like to not be cool to be the R and B guy? Mm. Because you think yeah. ne- Neo's biggest songs are the yeah 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 you know what I mean four like, on the floor joints. You know it was it was not only did the R and B not become as popular, but I was also I was also I was also singing at a time. I, and was married too, mm. you know what I mean. So like, that wasn't the cool. Like everybody wasn't booed up. That wasn't like bagels. Like we wasn't, being married and making R and B music. <laughs> yeah, I was not the. Right. You feel me? But I I knew like yo. Also, shout out to Miguel who was holding that flag too at that time. He was. Yes. He was for sure. And I wasn't. I wasn't aiming to. Also married at the time. Ish. Maybe he yeah, ish he was with his girl. Ish. Yeah, we've been going big time. The jump, <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is the big boy. When you really in there, yeah, and you in there, you walk down that aisle. Yeah, this is like it hits different. It hits different for so sure. Like, the commitment was like I was dedicated. We ride, we we vibed it out, and she held me up. When you once you got that woman, that queen, that make you feel like you got it, you mm-hmm. good. So that sustained me and my fans. Really, just let me know, like, yo, thank you for being the only one that we can listen to when it comes to positive influence and in relationships. Right. When it thinks of just like R and B, like I want to love on my girl as opposed to everything being the opposite, you know. So me just giving people another option, it became the standard, and then it became the new wave after people got tired of disrespecting and being disrespected. Yeah, there was also like like you're saying there was the super toxic R&B shit where it was like Jesus Christ. It was like it was really crazy. Yeah, Some of the shit that was girlfriend's getting, girlfriend. Oh my it god. Was, it was going crazy. Shout out to Trey Song. Yeah, Some of the most man. toxic R&B of all time. Mr. Steel girl, got to give it to him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was like where would the love go, god damn it? That shit was it's gone. gone. It's gone. And I was just like, yo, I'm here and I don't do it for applause. I do it for a cause. You know what I'm saying? I love that, man. Uh, we talked about this a little bit, but um, okay. You did a whole album with Hitmaker. Mm-hmm. He has had a friendly feud, we'll yeah. call it. It's I like it because I think it kind of, you know, lets people talk about producers. Yeah, which, yeah. Uh, you know, with Hit Boy. They're two very different guys. So different. Hit Boy is obviously touching the beat. He's sequencing the drums. He's... You put an NPC in front of Hit Boy, he knows. Yeah, you know what I mean. I look at Hitmaker as more like a like a like a '90s type producer, where like the mm-hmm. way Diddy's a producer, yeah, or the way like uh, Quincy Jones, Quincy Jones He's is a producer. Instruments. He knows how to get the people. Uh, Rick Rubin, yeah, get the right people in the room, get the right writers in the room, mm-hmm. kind of conduct a hit record. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Yeah, Hit Boy and Hitmaker. Ah uh, man, I think when you talk about that music. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hitmaker is, you know, conducting the session, and Hitboy is literally producing and musically engineering the session. But Hitmaker's argument wasn't about the talent when it comes to musicianship. Mm -hmm. He was just like, I'm on the radio. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that was all his argument was. So, to his argument, he won the argument, you know what I mean? But to hit boy's argument, he's not even tripping on the radio. I don't even think he's trying to be on the radio. He's not. He and just, also, for the record, I mean, this guy's done 
Embarrassed. Yeah, the biggest. That song is still, you know, and, and Hitmaker is right, only about sure. current right now. This is what we talking about. But Hitboy is like, yo, I'm planting seeds, you know, for the generations to come to discover my music. Not for sure. And he's like, uh, the... The Nas shit is crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he tapped in. That's what I'm saying. Like he did Even four Nas music albums in soul two years. child. Yeah, yeah the like, music album. He's going he's going crazy and 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 different styles, you know, different influencing shit. a generation of making beats like that can't go undermined. Have you ever worked with Hitboy? Yeah. A couple of times. What was the difference kind of I guess studio yeah. vibe wise? Um so with Hitboy, it was a much slower process of like take our time, like let's listen, let's Let's see what we got. Let's see how we feeling. And with Hitmaker, he's Speedy Gonzalez in the studio. What we got? Next one. Okay, you got an idea? Go in the booth, play it. Okay, next one. Okay, next one. And he's a next one, next one, next one. In three hours, you got five songs. He's worrying about it tomorrow. What are we doing tomorrow? Mm. And then a week later, he has 30 songs to place. Artists come through the studio. Hey, what you been working on? He has 30 options to play. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a factory that he's intentionally doing as opposed to Hit Boy. He's selective who he's working with. You know what I mean? And, you know. It's, it's more a, of like a, like a, it's, it's almost like, because I've been in the studio, I, I've been in the studio with him make a, for a sec, but Hit Boy is very like intentional. And it's yeah, like you said, exactly. it's like, if you're going to go over to Chalice and work with him, like, Block out the night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. We chilling. We gonna have a loop on. We might fall in love with something, and then he might be like, "Hold on, let me switch the idea, right. start something over." Because you know the foundation is music, and you know I just think they 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 they, they stand for different things, but mm-hmm. they both represent the same thing a hit. And they're both very good at what they do. Yes, sir. At a high level, Big um, time. like when you get with Hitmaker, because I feel. Do you feel like? You guys are like his factory process. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're you're a kind of a, a go to asset for him in terms of like when you're laying hooks down for him. Do you know mm-hmm. that they're just they might end up somewhere else? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because he's shopping them yeah. actively with your hook yeah. on it to yeah. other artists. Immediate. He was like, "Yo, uh, I got a tie coming by this week. I got this beat. I need you on it. This one, it got your name all over it. Boom, I come through. Let's have sex. Such a great song." Yeah. By the way, that album is super slept on. <laughs> yeah, Mai Tai. The Mai Tai album was fucking raw. That's what made me be like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going over there. We about to work. What's up, uh, Krishan? What's up, yeah. uh, Hitmaker? What's up, uh, Source? You know, and when you link up with them and you can add your own flavor, I think that's when you'll be able to differentiate yourself and keep your uniqueness. Uh, I also think Jeremiah is another one of the yeah. great songwriters of our time who don't get enough yep. credit in that aspect. I agree. I agree. I think he's another person that's not really tripping on like... The fame, the bright lights, the music videos, like the tours, like he's just like, man, I love, I'm from Chicago, I love making music, and all the shit that I'm spitting is real, and the real niggas connect with it, and that's it, and you know, I think that keeps his core and his solid foundation stable. Why did you never decide to sign with a major label? Um, I always felt like I had more that I could do on my own, you know, like I felt like... I still can do this or I haven't got all this off or I haven't exhausted my resources or I haven't, you know, had the right timing of the right album. Um, And I don't know. It was just never anyone that saw what I saw in myself. Was it because you never got the... Because I would say that, like, 
the deal terms got to be right. Yeah. The bread got to be right. If you're smart, like you ain't going to just sign whatever right. gets put in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, and it was like, we always, had, we always had enough success to make me feel like we were good. Like, eh, we're good. Eh, we're good. But I don't know. We live in a new day and age, man. I definitely feel like, you know, with where I'm at, I'm not at the same place when I was trying to, to, to break myself to gain my own fan base. You know, now that I have a fan base, now let's market on a heavy scale, on a heavy, you know, scale. But before then, it's like, man, you got to build it, you know, and I was I was happy with just building the building it for the sake of leverage. Uh, you and AD did a whole album together in 2019. 18? <laughs> yeah, 18? yeah, 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 yeah. When was it? Like eighteen. It was definitely like pandemic times. It was before the pandemic. It had to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I went to your guys' release party it in was. the bowling alley. It was. It was before. It was the last one before the pandemic. It was called Nine, and I remember coming back from Mexico, and then we went to the session, and I, I had all these different memorabilia from Mexico. I was wearing a poncho. And they, they, hit you, they hit you with that with, <laughs> when you're in line waiting to get over the border. There's all those people just <laughs> trying selling everything. <laughs> so I, I went to the studio, still in form, talking Spanish, playing with him. He was like, man, I'm calling you Pancho Belly. I'm calling you Pancho Belly. And then we started like joking around. And bro, we did like nine songs in two days and was like, it was, that was a project. A project. What's it like to see him kind of evolve into a yeah. media personality and do his podcast thing? <laughs> Dope. It's it's the evolution of nine. I feel like when we were dropping that, we were making videos and being community com, uh, characters, community, and yeah. Com, yeah. But now to see him with community, it's like dog. That's who he. He's a character, for you sure. know. So now for him to be able to be himself, make everybody laugh, even in his music, I got the juice. When you hear that, right. you want to laugh. You know, it's a good guy. So happy for him. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of R and B music? R and B music. Let's say let's let's say from nineteen ninety two to now. Alright, you gotta go with Man, that's a tough one. Cause I wanna go left a little bit, but you can't you can't really avoid people like Cisco back in the day. Love Cisco. <sighs> Cisco big inspiration for you because you've done the uh, the hair thing yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love Cisco. Incomplete was my shit. Incomplete. Drew Hill. Drew Hill's my favorite. Oh, Listen, incomplete. Out of all the fucking. That's my song. Now that I sing. I love that. Out of all of the fucking 90s R&B groups, mm-hmm. Drew Hill's my personal favorite. Nice. Enter the Drew is my Enter shit. The, okay. You, you, you tapped in the red joint. Yes. And then you got you to gotta go with Usher after that. Um, two more. Man, Cisco, Usher, who else? I gotta also throw Joe. I'm throwing Love Joe. Joe. Joe can sheesh blow. And <clears throat> I don't wanna just be biased and put myself in there. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I'm trying to put like somebody who I feel like, you know. It's different for me to have the artist, but I want to also include somebody that writes their music too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I gotta say it, Kells. Of course. <laughs> say what you want. We're talking about R and B right now. We're talking about art only. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about art from the start. <laughs> I love R. Kelly's music <laughs> and his talents. The boy is a bad one. When it comes to the studio and the songs and the and the and the concepts and the melodies and the endless amount of hits for himself and others. Yeah, over I don't the think a lot of people talk enough about like 
he wrote for so many other artists. Yeah, like, Celine Dion, Michael Jackson, Aaliyah, like boy, B2K, like it, it could go on. So you got to give him his love when it comes to the music. What's your favorite R. Kelly album? TP2. Ah, TP2.com? That's the one. <laughs> I feel like, was, was that TP2.com and then a, was a Chocolate Factory after that? Oh, Chocolate Factory was a vibe, but, but you know where I gotta go after that? I love the best of both worlds with Jay Z. Really? Yo, that album is crazy. It is. It is a good album. I feel like because of the drama that surrounded that album, like people don't really be like <laughs> fucking tapping in with it like that. But, but there was some shit on there. Oh my god, that shit was a vibe. I love uh, the self-titled album that what you remind me and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, obviously yeah, the white one twelve. No, no, it was black. It was it was the, the white one's twelve play. Okay, the white one's twelve. Okay, okay, okay. And then the, With the vest and, and then the white R, t-shirt. The, then R was great. Oh yeah, had, R was good. It was the double disc. It had a, it had a the rec, the, bro, initial, the Isley right? Brothers on there. Mm, Half on a baby. Contagious. No, the rec. What was the record where the, the Isley Brothers were in the music video? That's not contagious. No, where the, he's fucking he's fucking the dude's girl behind his back. Yeah, ain't that it? Y'all contagious. No. Oh, 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 oh. You know what I'm talking about? It's going to bother me now. What's that? He's fucking Ron Isley's girl in the video. He's like, Frank, shut up. Can't you see two men? That one? No, no, I'll tell you right now. No, that's still your your contagious. Here it is. It is not half on. Oh, when a woman's fed. Wait, is is it when a woman's fed up the video? Yeah. The video is contagious. I'm telling you. Is Is it contagious? It's contagious. When a woman's fed up, Such it a, started it, but the story continued. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking of that music video, which was incredible. Ron Isley playing a mafioso boss. Yes, I love that. Fucking great. That's that's when I came up, you know. So, you know, I know my man is receiving flag, but. Hey, we got to stop the interview. Shout out to our, our great sponsors at Hard Dean Las Vegas. You see them. They gave me this amazing box to keep my things in. What kind of things? <sighs> Premium things that you can buy at Hardeen Las Vegas. Yeah. If you're in Vegas, stop off at Hardeen. Tell them I sent you. They'll take care of you, all right? It's the number one dispensary I've ever been into. The nicest dispensary in the world. They got their own fucking scent. They got the biggest, craziest selection of premium cannabis you will ever see in your life. You walk in and you feel like... They, they just treat you like family as soon as you walk in, all right? So look, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go to hardinelasvegas.com. Check them out. Go follow them online, Hardin underscore Las Vegas. And when you're in Las Vegas, this is your first stop. You don't go to the fucking casino. You don't go to the... You go to fucking Hardin. Get situated. Say, Bootleg Kev sent me. I heard about him on the Bootleg Kev podcast. They're going to take care of you. They'll throw a little, a little extra on the, on the extra, you know what I mean? Go follow them, Hardin underscore Las Vegas. And, of course, you can also follow them right now by going to their website. Check out what they got going on, man. They got the gear for sale. They just dropped their own pair of feelers, HardinLasVegas.com. Got to give a shout-out to our OGs, my dogs at Odd Socks, baby. They've been fucking with us from day one, um, and they've been dropping so many crazy dope new, like, socks. You know, first of all, can we talk about Beavis and Butthead? They just dropped the Beavis and Butthead socks and draws. Let's take a check. Just a nice little peek at the Beavis and Butthead Drawskis, bruh. Ooh. Come on, man. They also just dropped Coca-Cola. We got Scarface. We got Reese's. We got the big fucking Lebowski. 
So many dope socks, the most comfortable socks in the world, the most comfortable underwear in the world. And check this out. Right now, you can get 20% off. That's 20% off at checkout at oddsocksofficial.com using the promo code bootleg. So go right now, oddsocksofficial.com. My first uh, uh, suggestion would be get you a pair uh, or a pack of the Odd Socks Basics, the black and the whites. Those are my go-tos. And then you got to fuck with some of these Big Lebowski socks. And they just got Coca-Cola. They got the Scarface boys. Like, what are we talking about, man? What are you waiting on? They are the most comfortable socks in the world. Um, so if you're not wearing Odd Socks, you're just cheating yourself. You know what I mean? You're really cheating yourself. They got fucking South Park. Come on, bro. What are we talking about? Go to oddsocksofficial.com right now. Use the promo code bootleg. Save 20% off at checkout on the most comfortable socks in the world. Or don't and keep torturing yourself with those shitty socks you're wearing right now. Be a damn shame. Anyway, let's get back to the interview. What do you feel like your like ideal output is on a yearly basis for, for, for dropping music? Is it an album a year? Is it two yeah. albums a year? Is it? I say two's good. Yeah. You know, um, I've done up to four and five. Um, at a time, but it's just so much that people miss it. You know, they're too busy. People are too busy to tap in with you that much, and that's the reality. Um, is your biggest song "Goat"? Goat and Drive By. Yep. Which I don't want her. Which Which is uh, the record that you, we were talking about this in SD? You were saying that mm-hmm. you had a record that just kind of out of nowhere just started streaming because of TikTok uh, or something. Oh, that was because uh... you were like you were like there was one that was like a like you guys chose to be a single. But drive you, by went it crazy. Was drive by, okay. yep. Drive by, we yeah we went with goat and you know put all the energy and all the funds and all the ideas. And they ended up being both one. your both your yeah. two of your biggest songs. They are, yeah. but damn, what if we had to put it in the other? You never know. Maybe we needed the two. The R and B was able to carry itself just from it being a great song, and the other one needed a little bit of push because it was a rhythmic song. So, um, you had uh, mentioned to me that you have sold some of your catalog. Yeah, because everybody right now is selling catalog. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, mm-hmm. um, what did you decide to sell? And, yeah, and what did you so decide it was to like keep? Some of the so all the writing that I've written for Chris Brown and Usher, none of that has been sold. That's all in the can, um, just chilling. But I've re- I've released so many albums. Like some of my older stuff, I was like, all right, cool, let's experiment because we're hearing all this stuff and it sounds crazy. Right. It doesn't sound real, right? But let's give it a shot. What am I willing to gamble with to see if? That really happens, and I still got a new catalog, and I'm still making new catalog. So, so you cashed out some of the old stuff. Yeah, cashed out seven some figures. Of the old stuff. Yeah, bought, bought bought cribs. Like it bought me my lifestyle. You know, like the music. So to me, it's like I made music that has got me able to provide for my family for real. You know, that's amazing, man. Um, well, listen to what is the album out? Well, no, the album comes out. Yeah. Album's out. Album's out. out. Yep. One eight hundred hit easy line two. Uh, video just dropped. Curious Corday Fab, and that's that's it, man. We finished the tour, so now it's really just about pushing the music, uh, promoting, and you know, going from there. Any placements coming up? Yeah, got some got some heat coming with Big Sean. Ooh, yeah, nice heat. singles, singles, single with Big Sean coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the first one, but it's definitely one of them ones that when you put on, you just you feel good. So you know, just happy to. You're be on working, the hook, or is Chris Brown on the with hook my, with my Aries brother? Chris Brown on nah, the hook. No, no, no. It's all it's all him. Oh, oh, you wrote yeah, him. I'm up? just we just vibed in co-wrote. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, I like it. I got to be in the vibe, and it was just Aries on Aries what on was, Aries. What was the session like with Sean? 
Oh, man. Also, uh, someone peaceful. who's in love. Yeah, exactly. Someone who's in love. I don't know Peaceful weirdo shit. vibes. Great guy. Great guy. First time I really was able to be in the studio with him, and he was warm. He was welcoming. He was open to new ideas. And I think that's what makes people great when they, they know they're good enough to not have to be the only one coming up with the ideas, you know? Mm -hmm. So once we were able to piggyback and I got to see which ones he liked. Like I did a couple to see like, okay, which one is he gravitate towards the most? You know, I got to really tap in and my boy Childish Major, um, we got in and man, just cooked up something real special. Uh, Thank you for coming back because the last time you tried to come on the podcast, (laughs) you came with Hitmaker and the Nelk boys were in the studio and they tried to prank you guys, and things went it left. It went left, to say the least. Things went left. Uh, Berg did not appreciate it. I feel like you were kind of like, because I let Neiman know that it was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knew, and we didn't know. <laughs> I was like, wait, what happened? It, dude came in. What was we, we was doing an interview, and the dude came in with a sandblaster. Yeah, yeah, he came in like he was a jet. It's on YouTube. It's got millions of views on YouTube, but your guys' faces are blurred. I gotta see. I thought she was joking. No, that shit is online, and it's it. it went viral. I gotta see it. So in the comments, everyone's guessing who you guys oh, are. No, I gotta see that because you guys' faces were blurred. Yeah. Please send me that link. Shout out to Berg. Shout out to Hitmaker. Yes, sir. Go get the album. I appreciate you, man. Thank uh, you. Looking forward to the rest of the year. What you got in store for us, bro? Oh, yeah, man. I'm yes, sir. More shit on the way. Let's go. Fire. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.